Boom. Wow. So, I'm very sore. I have not been this sore in a very long time. Every single muscle in my leg is tight. It hurts to get up. If I'm lying down, you know how sometimes you're lying down on your back and you just want to lift your, like, bring your feet towards your butt so that your knees go up? Yeah. That's very difficult for me to do. Uh, everything is sore. What'd you do to yourself, Mark? I'm not normally concerned about you, it's but... It's nothing to be concerned about. It was a good thing. I played flag football this weekend with a group of people. Oh, fun. It was it was really fun. Uh, I fit in quite well. My uh, like kind of general athleticism meshed well with like the age of the people there and everybody's abilities. Like It was fun. I- I'm glad that I did it, but we played for about two hours. And, mm-hmm. you know, I probably didn't drink quite as much water as I should have. Like, I still drink a lot, but not quite as much as I should have. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I just haven't played uh, something like that for that long for a very long time. Like, it's been a number of years since I've done anything at the level of playing flag football with, like, 10 other people. And, you know, here playing defense and, like, the guy that I would line up against... Almost every single play, he would just go for a dead sprint down the field. <laughs> and so I'd be like, all right, God, I have to do this freaking sprint again. And it's been a while since I've had to do just like, like you know, playing tennis and stuff. Yeah, you do quote unquote sprints for like, you know, the length of a tennis court. Yeah, uh, like but, eight <laughs> steps, maybe. Yeah, it's a lot different doing it for like 40 yards <laughs> every minute. <laughs> Uh, so like it was super fun, but just like my muscles just hadn't felt it because obviously it's it's like a mix of pushing your body and also just the sort of anaerobic activity of it all. Yeah, you know you don't have time to recover fully, even if you take a break for a series of plays. Like luckily my team had one substitute, so every once in a while I'd sub out. And mm-hmm. do my best to catch my breath. And then I'd feel like, all right, I'm good to go. And it'd be, take like two plays and all of a sudden I'm just so winded again. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was fun. Like, I really enjoyed it. It's just, you know, it happened on Saturday and I'm still just real <laughs> tight. <laughs> well, yeah, but the second day is always the worst. <laughs> no, I think yesterday it was actually worse. But oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. How'd you how'd you find this group of people? Was it like through a mutual connection or No, nah, it was through Reddit. <laughs> wow. There's a San Diego subreddit and a guy posts about playing like there's a there's a sticky thread at the top of the subreddit that's like things to do this week in San Diego. Um mm-hmm. and this person is like, Oh yeah, this person hosts a flag football game pretty much every Saturday. There's a consistent group, but we're always looking for new people, blah blah blah. And I just never really got around to reaching out and convincing myself to do it. But uh Friday was it? Yeah, I think it was Friday. Uh the person normally it's just in the sticky thread, but they posted separately on the subreddit being like, hey, just a reminder that this is a thing that I do. Like, feel free to PM me uh, for details if you're interested in playing this weekend. I was like, you know cool. what? Uh, and luckily someone else had already asked, like, what's the mm-hmm. makeup of this group? 
because they say like oh yeah like no one here is a d1 athlete all that sort of stuff and the guy basically said oh like we're mostly in our like mid to late 20s um you know like we're we all like to be active but none of us are like college athletes or anything like that Mm -hmm. uh and so yeah i think that it was like i was lucky that it was basically at my level of like sporting and competition uh and the fact that i was so winded was my own fault (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it was good that's awesome yeah so that was the big excitement of my weekend for the most part yeah i bet yeah how have you been i've been all right my yeah. weekend wasn't as fun as yours. No. But overall, I've been doing well. Yeah. Um, I had a bad headache most of the weekend, so it was a lot of, like, naps and eating soup, followed by naps um, and taking Excedrin and stuff like that. But Fair. overall, the the times where I was awake and not feeling miserable i made the most of my time and honestly like despite the headache i had a great weekend like good i had a good time just kind of chilling by myself so it was fun yeah some sometimes it feels like you get some sort of uh just enough sickness like that that it's just your body saying like you know cool it for a little bit yeah (laughs) it was just like Bro, take this weekend and just, like, do you, like, you don't need to go out, you don't need to go grocery shopping, just, like, do you this weekend and just, like, chill out. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did, which was, I think it was pretty good for me, so. Sweet. It was good. It was hard to express that to coworkers this morning, because, like, always on, like, Monday mornings, I get coworkers asking me, like, expecting me to have some, like, wild weekend plans to tell them about. Um... And so then, like, today they're like, so what'd you do this weekend? And I'm like, oh, I, like, slept all weekend and, like, had a headache. But, like, overall it was a good weekend. And they they just kind of give me that look of, like, your description of it was a good weekend and how you described your weekend don't match up. I don't know. I feel like the people that you work with are not real adults. Like, that's the common stereotype of when you become an adult is the whole, like, you know... <laughs> Uh, uh, there's a great John Mulaney bit about it, you know, when someone says, oh, what'd you do this weekend? And when you're an adult, you get this big smile on your face. Oh, what? We, we did nothing. We did, we did <laughs> nothing this weekend and it was great. <laughs> I haven't seen this John Mulaney bit, but I bet it's funny. It is. So yeah, I don't know. Like, sure. There are people who like to do stuff all the time. I I like that I go out every once in a while. I'm glad that I had some real social interaction with some people and did all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did some other stuff this weekend, but you know, I I never feel the need to <laughs> fill up a weekend with stuff to do. And if there's a weekend that's just sort of a whether it's planned or unplanned of just hanging out, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Is it a bunch of old people who ask you this? And they want to live vicariously through you? Yeah, I'd say it's a bunch of like older, like married or recently divorced men <laughs> who ask me these questions. Who, as a young single male, expect me to have some like wild dating life or something? And I, yeah, 
like 99% of the time I'm in intensely disappointing to them or my my stories are intensely disappointing um just can't live up to their can't live up to the promise of your generation yeah but like every once in like a blue moon i have something that's vaguely interesting to them so they keep asking me Hmm. so nah i've had maybe i've mentioned this on the podcast before i don't know I think I've mentioned it to you, maybe not on the podcast, but a couple of my coworkers once or twice have, I think, quite seriously offered to, like, pay for me to sign up for, like, paid dating services. (laughs) You have not mentioned this to me. (laughs) I haven't? (laughs) No. (laughs) They've, They've made this offer and said, like, the only payment I need to give back to them is just, like, I have to tell them, like, what happens on said dates. God, I'm this like, is like the most indirect phone sex dating line that I've ever heard about. <laughs> and I'm like, that would be interesting and definitely a funny story about how like coworkers like paid for me to be on some like or like matchmaking service. But I'm also like, I don't want to have to like so tell weird. you tell you about my like personal life if I don't want to. This is I don't so want to feel weird. like beholden to that, you know? God. The more I hear about your workplace, the more I'm just so grateful for mine. <laughs> and and the situations in which they make these offers are like, it's definitely a bit of a joke. But yeah, well, I also, yeah, there's but, a bit of a feeling of like, if I was like totally about it, they would have gone through with it. It's just such a weird line to cross. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everybody that I work with very intuitively understands the boundaries of human interaction. (laughs) (laughs) And nothing that you've ever told me about your workplace has made me believe that there's a single person, including yourself, that understands these boundaries. (laughs) I understand the boundaries, but I understand that in the place that I work currently. Stop enabling them, Grant. (laughs) whatever it's in the situations that it happens with where people cross a line about 50 percent of the time it's not like too bad and i'm enabling you saying that that is a terrible percentage <laughs> oh this episode's going downhill i really hope no co-workers listen to this episode that's like you saying, like, yeah, you know, like, 50% of the time I have an interaction with someone at work, HR probably shouldn't get, doesn't need to get involved. See, every once in a while, it's a person who works in, like, our more administrative HR oh my God. part of the office, too. And it's weird. I'm like, so who'd I, re- would, who had I report this situation to? You? Like... Yeah, uh, uh, this is, I mean, this this is the sort of stuff that I hear, the, kind of the sense that I get secondhand from my sister because she works in HR, is yeah. that there are lots of cool people like her who are interested in doing their job in a respectful, good way, and they get to know people and understand how to, you know, interact with people. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of other people who wind up in HR who are very much not that. <laughs> yep. It's just crazy, baffling. Uh, and I feel like it, it has to be something that 
is self-perpetuating in the worst way because so much HR stuff often gets wrapped up in hiring and all that sort of stuff. And so, like, once you're infected, (laughs) it'll probably (laughs) snowball from there. Uh Uh-huh. And then cause problems for literally every everybody else. Well, I think it eventually just becomes part of like, I don't want to say like the workplace culture, but like the division culture of whatever part of the company you're working with. Yeah. Because like once, once those who make hiring decisions, like if those people don't really have strong opinions about an RK, like kind of towing the line at times, it eventually becomes like more of the norm in the workplace, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, for sure. That doesn't make it right though. Yes, you're very correct with that. (laughs) That's the difference between California and the Midwest, you know? Bulls. It's a difference between one company and another. I don't know if it's necessary, necessarily like geographically correlated or something. Yeah, but it's funnier when I make the claims. No, it's not funnier, Mark. It You're is. You're misleading laughed. our audience. You're misleading our audience. Our audience is too smart here. to be misled by us. Isn't that right, audience? Wink. Yeah, no, they're just going to agree with you because they want to feel smart. Yeah. Send an email to comicalstart at gmail.com if you feel smart listening to our show. (laughs) Guarantee you will not receive a single email from that solicitation. I I get no emails from any solicitation other than one. We so. yeah we've gotten one and it was thanks to me so well you know, no that's we're not we're still riding the wave. I don't wave. think that uh, he emailed us from directly from a solicitation. Uh it was not he clear. He emailed us from an anti solicitation. We have one email that I received. I say I because I'm the only one who checks. I did uh, check it after you told me to was, check it. That was directly, very clearly stated. This is because we told someone to email us. That's not how I remember it. I don't know what you remember. I just know that Aaron emailed us saying, (laughs) this is because you told me to email you. (laughs) Alex emailed us? Yeah, but he didn't say that it was because that we told him to email us. He said that it was because I told him not to listen. Yeah, that's totally different. How is that totally different? That's totally different than a solicitation on the episode saying, email us for reasons X, Y, and Z. (sighs) Or X, Y, and Z, as they say. Meh. Oh, well, let's continue. I think I win. I like my comic. So, is that your hint for me to open your comic and start reading it? Well, the hint was me saying, let's move on. Yeah, I didn't catch that one. So, good thing you gave me a second hint. (laughs) I think that you'll really like this comic. I picked I I could picture you Ooh. reading it as I read it. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark's comic for this week is Angry Little Girls by Layla Lee. <laughs> Come on, Grant, you can do it. Are you reading ahead? <laughs> I'm reading ahead so I don't mess it up. Okay. 
Just just go for it, Grant. You're wasting time. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to cut this part out. We've talked about this before. No. Anyway. <laughs> so there's two little girls on a seesaw. One is... How should I describe these girls, Mark? Give me help here. No. Pink dress, red shirt. Pink dress says, tell me your secrets. Red shirt replies, you tell me yours first. Pink dress says, I can't because you'll use them against me. Red shirt replies, I'll only use them against you if you use my secrets against me. Then pink dress says, then I definitely can't tell you. Red shirt finally quips back. I knew you were a backstabbing bitch. I have to take a little issue with your delivery. It was really bad. Well, you give me enough time. Oh my God. I was just laughing at the at the angry little girls. I know. My my only issue is that I I picture red shirt as being much more deadpan. Really. Yeah, there's no exclamation points. There's like a little bit of emphasis in the second frame. But that last one is definitely like a deadpan cold delivery. Mm, I think it's funnier if she's not deadpan. I think it's much funnier if she is. But also the emphasis in the second line, it's the only, or in the second panel... It's the only emphasis in the entire comic, so like it makes it stand out a lot. Yeah. Um you also like, emphasized the wrong words, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but I emphasized in the right panel of the comic, <laughs> so it works. And then the wrong panel cuz you yelled in the third one. It doesn't matter. So Well, yeah, it doesn't but matter, you Grant. You warned me about Stop that it. word in the third one. Stop it. Doesn't matter. <sighs> so, this is just you. This whole podcast is just you setting me up for failure and then criticizing me when I fail correctly. That is incorrect. Lies. Nope. Okay. Whatever. Have you seen so, the Have you seen the do, argument clinic sketch from Monty Python? I know what I'm doing tonight after we finish <laughs> recording, though. It's so but funny. I haven't. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. You'll You'll enjoy it. Okay. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about secrets. Ooh. And Do you think I'm a backstabbing bitch? No. And please stop saying it because I don't want to have to bleep that many times. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, specifically, I wanted to ask you about how your perception of secrets and their relative importance has changed over time. Mm. So, you know, when you are were, let's say, roughly the age, whatever age you want to picture, the girls in this comic being late elementary school, middle school, whatever, mm-hmm. up until now, like, what, what do you consider, like, secrets, uh, and how important are they, and all that sort of stuff? I'm just kind of curious what you think about them. No, at that time in my life? Well, just, you know, between then and now, and I'm leaving it open-ended. 
I feel like back in middle school, like, I didn't have, like, secrets to tell people. I don't know if that is, like, weird or sad, but, like, I don't think I had, like, secrets to tell people, so it wasn't, like, ever an issue for me. Um, either that or I didn't have people to tell them to, but that's a, that's a different (laughs) question here. Um... (laughs) But I feel like once I got to college, I developed a fairly like, oh God, sorry, I'm doing a lot of thinking while I'm trying to like slowly stall for time here because there's, there's certain sets of things that like, I know about friends of mine that like, regardless of the situation, I wouldn't share because it was a personal detail of their life that they don't want me to share and either they like specifically told me they don't want me to share it or it was very clear by kind of social context that they don't want me to share it and for like a certain class of friend I will I guess to the grave respect those wishes um let me let me pause you there to try and help out, to flush out this idea. Yes, please. So, uh, the thing that I'm cluing into is that, you know, the way that you were describing these, you're, n- you're not saying this person told me a secret. And yeah. and I'm curious if there's, like, a, a reason for that. If it's just, like, that's why I'm saying I'm focusing on the idea of secrets. Not Like, yes, they're always going to be personal details. A- and I'm curious if, like, if that's how every adult thinks like if secrets just aren't a thing when you become an adult in the same way like that that's kind of what i'm curious about is like how we because because i feel like you know whether whether or not you had secrets as a kid or had someone to tell them to which you know is kind of <laughs> part of the fun of secrets but part of not the fun you know it's a weird thing uh you you were almost certainly aware that secrets exist they show up in popular media, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a whole lot of stuff when you're a kid surrounding the idea of secrets and keeping secrets and telling secrets and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But I feel like it's been a very, very long time since I like there's still things you keep private, but you don't think of them as secrets. <laughs> That's a very good point, because the th- the things that I was like describing a couple minutes ago in my head i don't think of them as secrets i think of them as like private crap about friends of mine or people that i know but i don't know if i would ever describe them as secrets because like i don't know secrets feel so like gossipy and like i don't know why the word feels so childish to me yeah, uh, that that that's why I was curious. Is because if it, it feels the same to me, because a secret is either oddly childish or oddly very serious. Yeah, it's one of the two, and not in between. Yeah, like <laughs> like a secret. You know, it'd be like I'm not even sure if I could seriously tell, a, say, a secret to someone else. Of the childish level. I'm not even sure I know what I could come up with. 
I feel like at this point we just feel like a joke. Exactly. And then otherwise it's like, I need to tell you a secret. Like, I killed a man. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I was just kind of curious about, like, when I read this comic, I was just kind of curious about, like, why that changes. Should we look up the definition of secret? Sure. I don't have anything to go on right now, so let's go. Something that is kept or meant to be kept unknown or unseen by others. That's not that helpful. Cause it's, yeah, because it's like there's it's just a weird connotation. Because you have things like secrets, but then you also have things that are confidential. And private. See, for me, for me, I have like secrets, which like it's things that I'm just like, I'm not telling anyone because they're secret. Like, like what? Well, if I tell you it's not going to be a secret. Oh, that's a joke. So an an example that was a secret previously to now, before I'm now telling you all, is that on Saturday night, I ate a whole frozen pizza by myself. Oh, is that a I secret? I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it was a secret because I wasn't going to tell anyone until you just goaded me into it. So now it's not a secret anymore. But now why the world do you knows con- I ate a whole frozen pizza. Do you think that uh, that calling that a secret is like the be- actually the best description? No. I said it because it was a funny joke okay. that I actually did <laughs> that I wasn't going to tell any about anybody about. So I don't know what it is now, Mark. I haven't looked up the definitions yet. I just read it to you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, like I feel like things that I I'll tell to like a a select group of my friends or like close personal acquaintances. I don't know if I consider them as, like, secrets. They're just, like, personal details of my life. Yeah. Because, I don't... Part of it is, pro- now that I'm kind of thinking about it, I'm thinking through how the different words are used. You know. So, so think about the difference in actual meaning, but the difference in sound between these two statements. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first one is, uh, we talked in confidence with each other. Mm-hmm. And the second is, we talked in secret with each other. See, one sounds like you're a Russian spy, and one sounds like you're like close friends with a quality understanding of like boundaries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm thinking, the more I think about this, is when, at least this is true for me, I can, you know, empathize enough with little kid Mark uh, that, you know, there's a lot more intrigue when you're a kid about any sort of detail. Like any little piece of information that you have is somehow like feels like it can be wielded, Mm -hmm. you know, well, even if it's really arbitrary and dumb, it's just being able to say that like you have a secret, you have this little nugget that nobody else knows and you can and you alone can dish out to other people. Mm-hmm. Uh like there's a lot of intrigue to that that I'm sure some people probably still you know never grow out of. Uh but yeah there's like 
I feel like that might be the difference that when you're a little kid, like you almost feel like, yeah, you're like some sort of a spy or you're something, you're something like being secretive is something that's fun and that you can engage in, but like having confidential discussions with your friends or, you know, close acquaintances is not something that you are prepared to do when you are a sixth grader, typically. (laughs) I think my thinking along this is kind of along the same lines as yours, but from a slightly different perspective is I feel like when I was younger, like I was a lot more like insecure about my life or like the things going on in my life. So things that I was insecure about, it's like, I don't want people to know this or like, things that other people were insecure about it's like i don't want other people to know know this but i feel like as i've grown up i've developed like close relationships with people and noticed the value in sharing details about my life with people and so in those close relationships it's it's become like a part of the relationship rather than like some like taboo gossipy secret because i don't want people to know this about me it's more of like a i see the value in talking about this and communicating about this with another person so that's why i'm sharing it rather than a like exchange of goods almost or an exchange of like social clout not social clout but no i understand what you mean yeah yeah i think that that's a good way to view it um yeah i think it's definitely still like Whichever angle you come at it from, the sort of maturity level and a mix of what... So yeah, yeah, okay, so that's a good distinction, yeah. So I was kind of thinking of what you are prepared to handle and yours is more what is it that you actually value as you grow up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, listeners... If you have a secret that you would like to share, it's safe with us. Email us. Email us with your secrets. Yeah. We won't share it. We have nobody to share it with. (laughs) Except for each other. (laughs) That's right. It's a closed loop, though. Don't worry. Tell us a secret and we'll love you forever. We already love you forever, listener. All 11 of you. 11? 11,000. Excuse me. I think I think you you move the you move the comma over one place. It's one thousand eleven. Or... <laughs> no, it's one point one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Said the wrong words. <laughs> Very good. That was that was a nice, like reasonably serious discussion for us. That was wonderful. <laughs> it was. We I did it. I kind of feel like we should end the end, the episode, end the episode here <laughs> <laughs> because it hasn't gone downhill that much yet. No, we can't do that. Our listeners deserve more. Okay, here we go. Sitting at the top of a big hill. Let's go. Sorry, that was my attempt at being a roller coaster. Uh, Going up a hill. I'll probably cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I accept that. Okay. Grant brought Lola by Todd Clark. Uh, We have an elderly couple sitting on a park bench. Uh, The man is wearing a lovely red turtleneck. Looks quite cozy. Uh, The woman is wearing a gray sweater or light jacket over her yellow blouse. 
she is reading a newspaper. The man says, What are our choices for a movie? And the lady says, Well, there is a comedy, an R-rated love story, or one with Henry Winkler. So you want funny, filthy, or Fonzie? Who doesn't like some good alliteration (laughs) on a Monday afternoon? I knew you'd appreciate that. (laughs) Hey, I I love alliteration. So, Mark, which would you rather have? Funny, filthy, or Fonzie? This looks like... And, uh, and there is like a, a correct of, choice. There is like a correct choice. like a game choice. of Mary Do Kill. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that, if we were playing that game with these options, that's an easy choice. <laughs> Wait. My problem with that is Mary Do Kill, like, they don't match up with these options in order. I know. Like... That, that's why that's why it's slightly tricky. You got to do the permutation. <laughs> oh God, I didn't even think about that, Mark. Well, anyway, so yeah, so you're asking me which do I prefer? Is this in the context of a movie? No, this is in the, this is in the context of tonight at this exact moment. Oh, this is gonna this is gonna decide what happens in the next ten minutes. Is us being funny, us being filthy, or us pretending to be the Fonz? Do you want me to answer that question honestly or not? It would be great if you could, because now I'm really curious. <laughs> so the answer is no. I just oh, want to know the answer. <laughs> I can make that be the Like, I can do my best well, to... instead of me answering, we could just think what we would do in each of those situations. Funny, <laughs> we still haven't figured that one out. Um, so we're I guess we like, just keep doing what we try to do. Yeah, we're we're many episodes in here, and we still don't know how to do that one. So uh, filthy, we haven't really gone down that path before, but I suppose we could. Like we're prepared to. Uh, I don't I've think ju- you're I've just prepared really brain- for it. Oh, I I can definitely do it. I just prefer not to tag anything explicit if I can avoid it. <laughs> I think I just really think you'd have a hard time editing. Well, yes, also, if, like, yes, if I was committed to, to keeping this episode clean, I'd just cut the last 10 minutes if I picked Filthy. <laughs> See, yeah. And, and then I Fonzie, like... you have it covered with uh, some hair grease, and I could just play some random music. What with... is that? I have it covered with hair grease. Well, you use like hair product of some variety, right? Yeah, I have in the past. Yeah, so you have that covered. Presently. <laughs> yeah, so you have that covered. Oh, but Fonzie, though. Uh, neither of us have the correct hair color. Uh, oh, and I then, could dye my hair. And then I could probably distort music to make it sound like it's coming out of a crappy jukebox. Yeah. That's pretty much all I remember from Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember anything about Fonzie, though? I mean, uh, there's the. I mean, I know that that's the reason that the phrase jump the shark is a thing. <laughs> Uh, I never I really watched like that Happy Days. I phrase is old enough that no, very few people our age know what that means. Well, people know what the term means, I think. That doesn't mean they know where it originated. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I learned it just kind of randomly at some point growing up, what it learned, by just reading about popular media stuff. Um, Maybe I'll do an informal survey. We'll see. 
Yeah, of our <laughs> of like four people. <laughs> It'll probably be like a sample size of two, to be honest. Four is kind of pushing it for me at this point in my <laughs> exactly. life. Exactly. Uh, so okay, so we got those three covered. I would say that I would probably <laughs> default to funny. Okay. But it depends on my mood. One of my favorite nights as a CA was uh, when I realized, you know, once you're far enough into a school year and you learn which of your coworkers are cool and which ones aren't. Yes. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> yes! like you work with a bunch of people and, and yes! you all and you all very much care about things like diversity and social justice and making sure that everybody has an inclusive environment. Like, I don't say any of that sarcastically. Like, I do care about that. And it was important to me and the people that I worked with. Yep. But that doesn't mean you have to be incapable of separating humor from reality. Mm-hmm. You know? So I spent about two <laughs> hours with one really cool CA in our meeting room one night. Just We were just reciting dark humor joke after dark humor joke, and it was amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Yes. I very much connect with that mark on a like deep personal level yeah. of like having like friendships with people who are socially co- or socially conscious enough to like understand that like there's levels of things that like are okay and not okay but still being able to like make jokes that are sometimes like pushing the line but you both understand in that like private situation that like this is funny because humor but not necessarily like in everyday life you know yeah so this this reminded me of a joke the filthy line uh so the podcast that i think i had you listen to once a year ago called my brother my brother and me yes uh there was an episode it was a number of months ago but it was a hilarious episode where griffin the youngest brother kept joking about how they were gonna like get a house on 6969 cool street (laughs) (laughs) but then he googled it and it's a real address in the city of of all places weed sport new york (laughs) what yep (laughs) give me a sec while i google this address (laughs) yep the first thing that comes up and right after it is the know your meme page that came as a result of the uh <laughs> episode wait wait cool cool avenue or cool street cool street man oh sorry my bad cool, cool avenue <laughs> sorry please that wait, hardly rolls off the tongue sec. oh cool avenue is in miami beach mm. That's far less funny. <laughs> yeah, Cool Street is way better. Google, why oh do you auto correct? Let me just. Sorry. Should I just like send you the no, link to those Google search? I've, oh, it sent me to the same place. Wait, okay. it sent me to Wisconsin. Okay, I'm gonna just put this in the show notes for you to click on because this is infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> this is taking so long. Uh, you must be googling the wrong thing. You must have not googled the actual address. The f- no, when I when I click on that link, it takes me to Cool Street in Wisconsin. What the hell? Okay, fine. Let me directly copy this 
link. screenshot or something? I don't know. No, I'm now sending you a Google Maps link. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it be the, in Wisconsin. I'll be so mad. It's in Pennsylvania. No, it's in New York. Oh, yes. okay. There we go. Weed Sport, New York. <laughs> It only takes me like almost eleven hours to get there. Yeah, it's just a, a beautiful piece of incidental comedy to come out of that oh, show. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so why did you actually pick this comic? We don't have long to talk about it, but I'm really <laughs> curious as to what you were even going for. <laughs> I feel like we should just keep rolling on this path because what I was going for is so different. We don't have time to talk about it. No, nah, just it's okay. We do this all the time. I already rapidly changed our direction. There's no momentum left. <laughs> I'm sorry. The air is out hot... of the tires and we've changed vehicles. Tell me what you're going to talk about. Give me a hot sec. I'm still laughing about Weed Sport New York. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Um, so it's. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. <sighs> Hopefully, we'll cut some of this out. Um. Uh. Uh. Transitions. So. Um. So rather than taking this comic to funny, filthy, or Fonzie. I was going to take this comic from the first panel of the comic to the idea of choices and (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs) very different from where we ended up taking it, I think. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And so I was going to take it to the choices of like friendships and relationships. Um, Mm. And See, I don't want to, like, ruin it for the future, but we'll just roll with it. Maybe it'll come up in the future. Hopefully it will. And okay. the idea was to talk about what choice of friendships and relationships both of us decided to maintain post, I would say, like, post-education and post-easy building of friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, well, most of mine have turned into commercial endeavors, uh, so it's strictly... Uh... Strictly professional. Okay. That's why we never talk outside of this podcast. Uh-huh, it's not because uh-huh, you're bad uh-huh. at communication. It's just because uh, we have to no, set boundaries somewhere. It's 100% because I'm bad at communication because you no, know you'd that's, respond. That's what I, you think. You know you'd respond if I texted you outside of podcast stuff. Only if it was about uh, business measures, merchandising, uh, synergy. I have te- uh, I have communicated liquid- <laughs> with you about merchandising, and you've never taken me up on it. I talked about Amazon affiliate links one time, and you haven't done it yet. That was you your didn't job give mark. me a you didn't give me a sufficient business proposal using PowerPoint. <laughs> there were freaking- not there are not enough flowcharts or star wipe animations in your PowerPoint presentation to appease me. Do you me. want a mother effing PowerPoint with annoying animations in it? I would I love to see you, to you waste your weekend <laughs> making a PowerPoint to pres- to propose <laughs> the idea of affiliate links to me. That would probably actually make me just do it or look into it. Honestly, if you remind me in December, I'll do it. 
I'm not going to remind you. You have to show that you're a go-getter man with gumption. <laughs> I'm a go-getter with gumption. You want me to send you my resume? That says it all you need right there. I got a bomb-ass resume, so back it's gonna the go th- It's going to go through our automated recruiting system first and probably end up in the trash. So no. Oh, you're just like freaking 3M. Like, I'll submit my resume, and you within can send 20 me, you seconds, can send me I your, get a rejection email. You can send me your resume, but you also have to fill out a Google form where you input all the information manually on your own. I hate you so much right now. I'm assuming at this point the episode's pretty close to done, but we're just going to keep rolling with it, question mark? You have you have one year of experience with podcasting, but I'm going to request five. <laughs> For an entry-level position, nonetheless. For an entry-level position. <laughs> oh. Wow, that was a real roller coaster, Mark. That's what I don't we even... should have made. That's what we should have made Matt do before he came on the podcast was submit an application. <laughs> Matt got off easy. The next guest doesn't. <laughs> Poor Aaron. <laughs> Does she want to be on the podcast? She probably would if we asked her to. She'd be nervous, but she, I'm sure she'd do it. That'd be so fun. Yeah, I never get to talk to her. I know. Maybe we should start our own podcast. We already do a podcast. No, me and her. Yo, Aaron, you want to do a podcast? Or you want to at least, like, talk sometime? I love to chat. That's okay. Hopefully Mark hasn't edited this out. (laughs) Probably will, because we're two minutes over, and we both swore in the last 30 seconds. (laughs) That's totally fine. I expected that. That's why I went on this rant. Mm.